interject as well. Yeah, sorry. Because this is quite this is quite important. Um, the, the character Nathan Barley. This is a serialization of um, of a thing that Charlie Brooker used to do, which was called TV Go Home, which he which okay. was a which was a spoof TV listing, right? Which okay. he did between I think like ninety eight or ninety nine, and he stopped doing it in the early aughts. Interesting. And okay. Nathan Barley is a recurring character from TV Go Home. Like it was, a, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was an online only thing. It wasn't, um, it what it didn't have a kind of community attached. Like there wasn't, like it didn't have a kind of commenting culture or anything like that because, what well, because mainly because of the time period. Uh, yeah. But um, it was very much sort of, sort of, ma- sort of making, sort of making use of the. He did, he did it for free. He did it because he thought it was fun and funny. It was when he was a kind of youngish. A youngish yeah. comedy writer, and he made it himself and put it online for free, and it kind of amassed a cult following. And the recurring series uh, that has Nathan Barley in it uh, is called Cunt, which they wanted <laughs> to call the TV series, but then right. Channel Four just said, "No, we can't, <laughs> we can't, we can't, we can't do that." Um, and then it got, yeah, then it got kind of picked up and commissioned. And the original and the original storylines in um, in Cunt on TV Go Home are extremely dark, um, and they're not necessarily, They are set sort of a little bit in Shoreditch. He's supposed to be a kind of he's supposed to be a kind of like new media idiot from a posh family. Like that's made that's made very very explicit, um, but so yeah, some of the some of the storylines are are extremely dark, and so. so bits and pieces of the show which maybe don't hold up especially well are nowhere near as as startling as some of the some of the stuff from tv go home and but it's a really it's a really relevant factor i i I didn't know about that honestly i didn't i i've not seen tv go home that's that's super interesting so that's my interjection no no i think that's i think that's good and thank you for interjecting to sort of say that um yeah, I, I kind of was interested in just like both your experiences of like sort of being introduced to Nathan Bali and like your kind of like memories from that time. Uh, and, I, and I was gonna say like Clive is again, as someone who sort of grew up in like London outskirts, but also I, from what I understand, you were kind of in this area of London what, when this series came out. I was interested in like your perspective of like how it was received and like how you sort of understood it uh, as a sort of like cultural like moment. Yeah, so, <clears throat> so basically, um... Uh, so the series came out in 2005, right? So I think that when I first started like going into town as like a, a, a precocious teenager who was quite interested in sort of trendy stuff, there was this kind of place called like Shoreditch and Hoxton, which kind of like bled, in, bled into one. And um, I, I kind of didn't really like, I didn't really know what, where it was in relation to anything else I've been to in town or mm-hmm. like... Um, what was happening, I was told that it was like really, really cool. And I remember I went on a date with this girl and I was like, I don't know, 16, 17 or something. And I was like, yeah, let's go to Old Street. <laughs> right, yeah. And because um, I think I'd like read about it in like The Enemy and stuff. And I'd also seen Nathan Barley, which came out maybe just before that. So this is definitely the, still the same sort of time. Mm. And um, I... Uh, yeah, we just walked around Old Street and being like, where is this like mad stuff that's supposedly going on? Uh, I think we expected to like, um, I don't know, see like, yeah, like walk into this kind of, you saw like tiny little glimpses of shops that were like, you know, selling vice in the window and stuff like that. But it was, 
you know, fairly sort of like pedestrian sort of liminal part of London then. Um, so yeah, we just sort of like walked around Old Street and um, fa- finally found like Hoxton Square and there was a couple of little boutiques and bars there, but it was the middle of the day. So there was no sort of actual like presence of this mad trendiness. Um, and then I think we ended up at the diner, which seemed like really uh, on, which is yeah. still there on Curtin Road, is it? Yeah, yeah. That was like quite a cool place to go then. I remember someone a few years later told me they'd like, they'd like seen Vincent Gallo in there or something like that. <laughs> uh, um, and that was, there was, there was hardly anything. There wasn't a lot around there then. Um, it was, it was, yeah. And I, I kind of, I was almost like in search of Nathan Barley. And then a couple <laughs> of years later, a couple of years later, when I guess when I turned, like, I think I got some fake ID or whatever, or like maybe turned 18, I can't remember. But then I started actually like going out around there. And that was when I saw the kind of like, the slightly dying embers of the the, the barley thing, which coincided with the new rave stuff. So mm-hmm. like uh, Super Super Magazine cassette player was doing all the um, uh, was doing all the clothes. Uh, there was like Matthew Stone was about all these sort of people, and like you know people who worked for ID Magazine. Or it was like very um, you know it was a, a bit of a moment. And barley actually kind of weirdly predicted that, even though it was a couple of years before. Like people start almost like self, like we are going to be these people. So we're going to start putting like, I mean, I've seen people with like teapots around their necks and like, um, you know, all sorts of like weird sort of like um, bricolage hipster stuff going on. Um, and that was when I kind of, yeah. And then there was definitely people around who were like barley types. It was like people who worked for, that was when those kind of print magazines were still like selling really well and like working for days or working for vice in the print capacity or working for id or super super or um any of those kind of things that were like knocking around that was still like a real lot of cultural cachet and um yeah it was um yeah so i definitely saw that kind of like barley era as a almost like almost famous style you know i was kind of like the, the, <laughs> the little kid and almost famous and i remember seeing like you know be like dev hines and like the horrors and like all the kind of klaxons and all those kind of like fashiony people were just mentioned. And um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. So, but then I, as it got older, I actually ended up working for Vice when I was about, I don't know, 22, 23. Yeah. And um, there were definitely people around in the office who were like of the Bali era, who who had sort of like, um, who, you know, risen up the ranks and become creative directors and, um, you know, like, chief editors and a lot of them had moved to New York would like come back to the office. And then I met people who worked at Dazed and, you know, they knew Jefferson Hack and Jefferson Hack is the absolutely the inspiration for the Jonathan Yeah character. Mm. Fucking hell. That's like one of those weird things where like you don't think about somebody for years and years and years and years. (laughs) And then you find that a memory of them is just waiting, buried, waiting to be, waiting to be, preserved and waiting to be kind of regenerated at basically a moment's notice fuck what happened to jefferson hack he's still the he's the um chief ceo of dazed group media or whatever yeah yeah he's i mean (laughs) yeah but he he, they actually if you see that so jonathan yeah is the character that is barley's editor and actually like if you if you watch jonathan yeah and um Jefferson Hack, the speech patterns are really, really similar. The way they, the way they sort of ask these kind of strange leading questions mm. leading, leading up. Um, and that just the name, Jonathan, yeah, just Jefferson Hack. It's really similar. So I think people always lump in um, 
sugar ape with vice and there's definitely a lot of parallels but there's a lot of days in there too and a lot of other couple of other things yeah yeah Phoebe, what was uh, your um your, what was, so so what were you gonna say clive um yeah so then sorry i was just gonna say like yes yeah, so and i actually started working at vice and i sort of saw the, the ghosts of the barleys uh and you see them there was a pub called the griffin on the corner of um uh what's it lennon street yeah and um yeah they were all in there these sort of like old shortage blokes you know they, they were like it's only actually yeah, only pretty eight years before but then they, they seem really old to me um yeah